Yeah, that's how you know you're dealing with people who haven't had to deal with certain things growing up. Because if you ever, <laughs> ever been on a motherfucking three-way call and thought that the person hung up and then started talking shit about that third person, not realizing that that person never actually hung up, then you know. Or just not knowing that somebody else was added to the line. Right. Remember how, like, you could add someone and just tell them, oh, just be quiet, (laughs) whatever. Like, if you've never been in that, like... I am just super careful with Yo, shit like that. that I'm so fucking true. Cause then they start talking all weird. Why are you talking weird, bitch? I love, I love, I love, I love, I love you like la 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 la. I love you like la 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 la. Yo, what's good, Ichu Hoodie? It's your boy Tierro, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. If you're a returning subscriber, welcome back, and I love you. If you're new to the pod, you already know what to do, baby. Hit subscribe and prepare to thrive because we're going to get into some tiggity tings. Guys, today on the docket, we got the long-rumored Kimia divorce that is officially on. Beyonce is still bankrupting you hoes with yet another Ivy Park drop. Will it ever stop? God, we hope not. Y'all see what I did there? (laughs) But speaking of Beyonce, is the Beehive finally getting their own show? Possibly. And y'all, oh God, y'all, there could be 99 dogs in one room. And y'all had to take the one that belonged to Lady Gaga. Shame, shame. But also, that's a $500,000 bag. So, moving on. Uh, last but not least, guys, we've been video chatting for how long now? And yet, and somehow, and still, we've got two more Zoom meeting violations that cost about six jobs on the docket. When will y'all learn? Camera off, mute on. Camera off, mute on. It's a legendary motherfucking combo. Now, we're going to be talking about all that and more, so without further ado, let's get into episode 16 right motherfucking now. Okay, you did, you fucked that up, nigga. You need to... <laughs> Stop it. Yo, Leah Lou, what's good? Hi, hi, hi. Good hi. Morning. Yeah, I can hear I, you. Let what's me not up? say good morning, because they don't know that it's morning. They don't know it's morning. I definitely don't know it's morning, child, because uh, I'm finally (laughs) up. I'm usually not even up when we're doing this, but it's okay. We're going to give you guys a little behind-the-scenes sneak peek, child. But, yo, we've got some things to get into. And first things first, we are talking about the Kim Ye divorce. Now, we've been talking about this for a minute, so it's not anything new, but it's official now. And... Yeah, I don't know what that means yeah. for everything. I feel like Kim, Kim Kardashian is just like really literally wrapping everything up at the end of this saga of her life. I'm kind of, I mean, I know that everyone doesn't like Kanye. I get it. I understand the, you know, not liking his antics. But I want to know, and I feel like there's something far more that we don't know that's behind this divorce. Yeah. I think it's beyond him running for president and acting. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely wild. don't think that was the last straw. I think, the, honestly, I think the last straw was like when he was on that campaign trail and he let the fucking guns fly about uh, who was it? The daughter, about North's North and fucking... Chris and everything. Yeah, yeah, North's abortion. And he called Chris. <laughs> what did he call her? Chris Jung, John. Oh, he Chris Jung Ong. Yes, from North Korea. Yo. That was hilarious. North Korea, right? Or South Korea? I don't, you know, I took geography three times, so you can't even, <laughs> I'm not the person to even talk to about this, but it was well, hilarious. Regardless, he compared her to him, and I'm just like, yikes, something's really not right here. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel, I feel bad, question mark for Kanye, but not so much, because I feel like now that he is getting free from this marriage hopefully he can start getting a little bit back to himself but then i think about kanye being himself pre kim kardashian he still was kind of crazy because you think about him with amber rose and the shit that happened with like taylor swift but that shit was kind of justified because i mean obviously beyonce should have won that award but (laughs) i don't know i just don't know what what happens from here but i do know that i don't know i'm I'm 50 50 because i'm like you somebody like him kind of needs his like actual family like this is his real family like at this point like he has four kids with her this is his wife this is like his quote-unquote support system but at the same time was it really a support system i don't know i mean i think hollywood got to him i think just the everything of hollywood just got to him 
Um, and I think that was prior to her. And I think it had a lot to do with his mom passing and not necessarily coping or dealing with that. I think he just, you know, got more Hollywood and then married, you know, into the first family of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and I I think it just became, a you know, kind of a, a mental health disaster from there. Mm. Yeah, but, but we'll, that's not up? to say I love the family. I Chris all day. Chris, Chris all day. You are a Chris <laughs> Jr. We got a Chris Jenner and Chris Jr. That's you. She only got one kid though. How are you gonna work this out? I love Chris. She's like, we'll just have a thousand grandkids like she does. Um, <clears throat> speaking all of good. all the grandkids right. are so fucking. They're so lit. You can tell they're gonna be like the best of friends growing up, and that might be a whole nother saga. Who? All the kids. All like, the the mm -hmm. the cousins. Yeah. Yep. Hella dope. I, I feel like there's something different about Psalm to me. Um, and maybe it's because he's like <laughs> such a baby, but like his little demeanor seems so <laughs> chill. I don't know. I mean, right? they he was one of the surrogate kids. Like him and um, what's her name? I keep wanting to call her Paris, but that's not her name. Chicago? Chicago, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. They were the two surrogate kids. So I feel like they are like kind of a little bit different not to say that that happens with all surrogate that, that's not even science i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but that's just the <laughs> vibe i get from them but also these are kids who have never talked to <laughs> so i don't True, know right yeah but Sam does seem chill i might just be like his kanye facial expressions right he just seems so chill like he's like the calmest chillest baby i feel like <laughs> i love what you say that in the is gonna have he's the calmest a lot chillest. of kanye in him that's funny <laughs> yeah but what we do know about this divorce is that they do have a prenup at least so that's great so we won't be seeing any nastiness happening mm -hmm. right i mean especially after you release a song called gold digger if you don't have no motherfucking prenup before you marry kim kardashian <laughs> then what are you even doing uh they will have i joint actually think kim was the one who was like ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe yeah i don't know yeah, because Kim did come a long it's, way. If you think about, like, what Kim was, like, wearing the red carpets, like, before, like, her mass, like, you know, fame hit versus, like, what she wears mm -hmm. now. It's like, oh, yeah, you had a big come up that you really don't want to lose. You don't want to go back to those, like, Forever 21 club dresses because fucking Kanye is taking 70% of your income. Well, not only that, I just, I think people don't like to give Kim the credit that, like, she's really about her business. True. She's truly about her business. Yeah, but they do have a joint legal custody of the kids, uh, which is also, I guess, good. Although, I don't know. Do you want, would you want to leave Kanye alone with the kids? And I don't want to keep putting this negative thing on Kanye. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I mean, he's, as far as we know, he doesn't seem to be a danger to himself or others. Um, you know, just kind I of think erratic. he's fine. Yeah, uh, and then you have them working out the property split because that's one thing that they were into uh, while they were together is like acquiring big-ass properties, renovating them, selling them, all that other shit. So it sounds like financially and on paper, all this shit will go well, and we haven't heard anything specifically about the divorce from them since this got announced. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be something that's low-key until it's not. Right. But we shall see, because the final season of Keeping Up with Kardashian premieres March 18th. So, I don't know, maybe we'll get some tidbits there. But, you know, one of my first thoughts when I heard about this was, like, the day she announced it was the same day that Ivy Park, Icy Park, dropped. And I was like, why would she announce yeah. this on the same day? But then I was like, oh, this is like one of those Kardashian tactics where it's like, oh, there's a lot of attention happening right now with something. Guess what? Boom. I just don't believe that she has some, like, vendetta with Beyonce or, like, issue with her. I don't think it's that well thought out, to be honest. I think that that's giving them almost too much credit. Giving who too much credit? <laughs> the Kardashians. I think it was just like, this is coming out, and it just needs to come out now. I think they're pretty in tune with what Beyonce is doing, to be honest. I mean, like... Normally, I would go, yeah, no, they're like nobody could be that obsessed, da, 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 da. but I mean, if you follow their their path over the years, like they did like the Beyonce inspired single lady shoot uh, for that Time magazine that came out like hella long ago. That's how far back I like stand for Beyonce. Um, they did 
they just have very coincidental styles that happen. Like when Coachella came out and Beyonce like wore her hair like you know and that half up. I don't know what girls call it like that half up ponytail and your hair is like down in the back. I don't know. Then you see Kim starting to rock her hair like that. I'm like, wait, why are you doing it? And it's like it's little things like that where you would think that they were just like ridiculous and you're ridiculous for trying to call me out for this. But still, there's a pattern here. And when you have some, when you're married to somebody who's clearly obsessed with this woman, with this other, with his best friend's wife, you're going to do what you want to do or what you need to do in order to keep the man that you want. So you want a Beyonce, bitch? I'll give you a Beyonce, right? It's not that far-fetched. I actually look at it differently. I think that the world, I think, is so influenced by B and by her style and so on. And I think the Kardashians, just as a group, as a family, as sisters, will that makes sense. Yeah. Leah, do me a favor. Is there something going <clears throat> Is there something in between you and the mic? Nope. It's just me and the mic. It's just me and the mic, baby. Near my mouth. <laughs> Um, hold on. Something got weird where it just sounds like you are like going under something, like a <laughs> going in like a tunnel or something. Am I in a tunnel? Hello, hello. hello no, you're hello. good right there. For some reason, for it was just sounding like very like somebody put their hand over your mouth or something. I was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, yeah, no, that's probably true. So I don't know. We will again. All this stuff will play out as it plays out. We'll just I don't know. I guess we'll just go from there. But. Speaking <laughs> of the Beyonce situation, so Icy Park did drop. This is like her third iteration of like the Ivy Park whole Adidas collab. So she was not playing. And I think due to the coronavirus, I don't know if she was originally planning on like dropping this shit every fucking quarter or every time right. there was talk about like a coronavirus like relief check. What are those? <laughs> the stimmies? But that's just how it's playing out now. And I don't, I mean, we'll, there's one thing we know about Beyonce is that she does not play about those coins and she is getting them. The only thing that I know is that I still haven't copped anything and I haven't been pressed to cop anything because I don't feel like these are outside <laughs> clothes. I don't know. Am I alone in this? Um, I just, I don't, one, I don't like the hassle of like trying to, be up at the right time to get the shit <laughs> online it's like these... yes it's just it's too much work yeah um but then also with this drop while i loved you know the promo pics it just you and i kind of talked about this nothing seems like everyday wear right so i don't know i'm not it's cute i i liked the promo but yeah yeah. I'm not like rushing to go get it. Right. And I mean, like, no shade to Beyonce. Like, keep going, keep, you know, pushing. But right. I just don't, I don't know. I just, for the amount of people who like buy this shit, I feel like I've have, I've yet to see this shit anywhere. But also, I mean, the world's been closed down. So maybe they have been wearing it. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just expect so something. So I also was doing some research. And, you know, in California, we're very kind of like jaded. Mm. So, California's been shut down. <laughs> oh, you know what? True. If we go anywhere else, we it might be a different story. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. is true. Because I've only been in California, and I'm just like the world is shut down. So I feel like every time I say that here on this podcast, there are people who like hit me up, and be like, "Bitch, I went to the club." I'm like, okay, well, right. shame on you. Shame. Right. So California's had the most restrictive like coronavirus shutdown laws. Um, of all the states, I think California and the New York, but like, I'm pretty sure if we go to, you know, I don't know, magic city tonight, there will be plenty of people tonight and dressed in their Ivy park. Girl, would you wear so Ivy park to a strip club? Probably. Oh, no, I don't know. I think you could. You know what's so There's funny? I don't think I've ever been to a strip club. I've been to You've parties been to strip with club? strippers and I've wanted to throw a party with strippers, but I've never been to an actual strip club. Really? Really? Oh, man. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny. It's like when I lived in SF, like every time a company would hit an IPO, that's like the first place they would go. And apparently like strip clubs made like 20,000 or something like that in an afternoon because all the tech guys would go there for lunch and shit like that. So it was always there and always accessible. I just really had no like desire to go to a strip club because I'm just like, I don't, maybe I'm just cheap like that. I'm like, I'm giving you money for what? 
for some shit. <laughs> nigga, like I'll you. go to the fucking club <laughs> and get felt that for free. So we're fine. And that's yeah, that. um, that's, that. that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe should I like break my strip club virginity this guys uh, this year, guys? I don't know. <laughs> Not this year oh, because duh. of um, coronavirus. <laughs> six <laughs> and feet. And it's bitch. already unsanitary in there. <laughs> right. But, I got six feet um, separate as I. I'm sorry. <clears throat> mm. So I've been to a few, and I was always kind of against going to male strip clubs just because I thought like. If you're a male dancing, you're probably not like my kind of guy. So, well, you gotta better tell that to Vivica Fox. I'm pretty sure she had, I think that was her who had like a gaggle of uh, male strippers at one point in Vegas. A gaggle. I love that word. Gag. (laughs) But in Vegas, I did end up going to a male strip club and it was hella fun. Really? Like, it's way more exciting than like the female strip clubs. The girls like are cool, but I, then again, I haven't gone to like a Magic City where like it's for real a show. You know, what? I've been to like Vegas strip clubs. As a thirty, I don't know how old I am anymore. Thirty-two year old man, I just get worried for those girls who like clap their ankles so hard together. I'm like, girl, those are fragile bones. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not actually their ankles; it's the shoes. But oh, yeah. really? See, I've never. It's the shoes that clap. Version. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> Same thing with like a fucking like with the gaze and like their death drops. I was like, bro, you're gonna break your oh, back. It always looks like it hurts. Oh my god! You know what's so funny? <laughs> Every though? time I see people do that, I my drunk ass. So <laughs> I think it was my birthday, not last year, but the year before that. And we went to an R&B only party. Shout out R&B only. I fucking love you guys. Can't wait for you guys to come back. Hopefully <laughs> this pandemic hasn't affected you too much. But went to one of those parties. And if you've ever been to a R&B only party, you know that is just a celebration of niggas and R&B, right? <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. It's big karaoke night. Everybody goes out. Everybody has a great time. And here's my ass. Like, I, you get so into it. It's so, one of those things where it's so fun that you, like, lose yourself. Uh, and one of my songs came on and the drinks were going, it was my birthday. I was feeling really good. I don't know, out of nowhere, I don't know what I was thinking, but I hit a, and I'm putting this in air quotes, Leah can see me, you guys can't, a death drop, (laughs) (laughs) but it was a struggle death drop. And I don't think it was an intended death drop. And I fell, I don't know, it was was very sloppy. (laughs) Baby, when I tell you my back, I'm pretty sure I threw my back out, but my back was not the same for at least two weeks after that. So... Yes, it's safe to say that I am not the I'm not one of the gays who can actually pull that off. So, for those of you who can, I salute you. Uh, You're also really yeah. high above the ground. I'm very high above the ground, six feet <laughs> uh, six inches. <laughs> so, if you can imagine six feet six, six inches falling to the ground, like that's like the equivalent of like some twin tower shit. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Yeah, so never again. Sometimes I really do forget, like, I'm in this big-ass body. Like, I really want to do little nigga shit and just be, like, limited it, by It ain't working niggas. out, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not for you. No, no, sis, you need to just go ahead and sit down, please, because you're in my way. <laughs> Same thing with fucking concerts. Whenever we go to a concert and, I'm, like, I'm sitting on like, oh, the yes. floor, uh, I just feel so bad for everybody sitting behind me. But then I'm just like, bitch, you should have bought your ticket earlier. I don't know. Well... I mean, so the last one that we went to, we were on the floor. Yes. And I kind of was like, and we had to kick some bitches out of our fucking seats. But yeah, mm -hmm. (laughs) I always felt like bad for the people behind us because you're really tall. But then at the same time, I'm just like, you guys should have just sat like on (laughs) the lower level. Pretty much. But (laughs) here's the thing about Beyonce. Beyonce is like, yo, if you are sitting on the floor, bitch, you're going to see me some way, somehow. I'm going to float above your head. I'm going to come real up close to your ass. Like, yeah, no, there was no excuse for you to not. And it's not like niggas was not staying under seats anyway. So whatever. Right. I do feel bad for the people. I do feel like that show had way more security than I've ever experienced Uh, before, though. Really? I think so. I feel like there was hella... Maybe it was because we were so close on the floor, but I just felt like there was a lot of security. Nah, I think it was the same amount of security, but I think the security might have beefed up after um, or during like the first uh, iteration of the Formation World Tour after like all those threats and shit. And that's when, you know, everybody mm-hmm. thought Beyonce was against the cops and all that. So then the security that did work, we had to like beef up those numbers. 
So I think that might have been part of it, but no, I don't think there was any more than there normally would be. But when you think about the magnitude of that crowd, like you definitely need a lot of niggas there just in case some shit pops off. For sure. And it's not even out of like animosity. It's out of like too much excitement. It's like, bro, calm your ass down. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because you will lose your fucking mind. But while we're on the topic of Beyonce, so and um, on the topic of stands, there's apparently Mm -hmm. a Beyonce-inspired series coming out on Amazon (laughs) called The Hive, and it's going to be produced or directed by Donald Glover. I'm not 100% clear on that. The only thing I am clear on— I think he's writing it. Okay, so— it's true then that Donald Glover said, uh, I'm not fucking with music anymore. I'm just going to focus on this lane, which is great for him because he was great in ATL. And I think he's one of those actors who, uh, he started off as an actor, right? He wasn't like Childish Gamb- Gambino from the start, right? Um, No, I think he always did both. Oh, really? No. Um, No, you should Google that, but I <laughs> think so. <laughs> okay, I'll Google it. But either way, he's going to be doing this series on Amazon. I'm not 1,000% sure on what is totally happening with it. All I do know is that according to sources at the Hollywood Importer, or Hollywood Importer, Hollywood Reporter, uh, that he's inked the deal with Amazon. It's going to be a Beyonce-inspired series called The Hive, uh, and it's going to be following, I don't know, just kind of like, what this cult-like following is that is the Beehive and this icon who is Beyonce. So I'm 100% here for it. I think it's pretty genius. And I think when you think about the fan base and the stratosphere that is Beyonce, I'm surprised that this is the first time we're getting something like this. And um, I don't know, man. I think it's just just smart. So what I'm reading says that it's a potential series. No. (laughs) Rumored to revolve around a Beyonce-like figure. Mm -hmm. Um, And so going back to that word potential, Mm -hmm. I am willing to bet there's probably been plenty of pitches around her, her life, Destiny's Child, Mm. something, and they just didn't pan out. Well, Um, listen, we already got the Proud Family theme song. Let's go ahead and finish it up with a show. (laughs) So, I mean, hopefully this does come to fruition. I think it's super dope that Malia Obama has been apparently hired Bruh, as a writer. Good job for her. Like, we talked about, yeah. like, like celebrity kids on, like, the last episode or the episode before that. Whatever. You guys, we have a ton of episodes at this point. But <laughs> I'm glad that, like, as an adult, she's getting these opportunities that aren't, like, directly related to, like, her time in the White House. So that's that's kind of lit. But continue. Or that are not just, like, modeling. That seems to be like the trajectory, right? Sasha could do that, but yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think it's dope. I think it's a dope opportunity for her. And I think you and I had talked about this, you know, just saying she probably, you know, she has some firsthand experience. So hopefully she can bring that. Um, Oh, with Beyonce, right. mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's not been anybody who else has like been riding along on their parents' inauguration day, listening to Upgrade You, to later just, like, be created by Beyonce, like, yo, I'm ready to sing for your parents. What's good? What's lit? Yeah, no. <laughs> so that's what further, like, fuels my, my like, rumor mill in my mind that this is 100% going to be about Beyonce and the Beehive. Because, like, at this point, if you've got the rumors going and you see what the, the response is, how could you not move forward with something like that? But I don't know. We got to leave it up to the powers that be, but I feel like in the the Matthew world Knowles. of streaming, <laughs> no, fuck Matthew Knowles, the fuck. Um, but I feel like in the world of streaming, when you have all these wars for good content, Amazon, this would be a huge move for you guys, right? When you're thinking about mm-hmm. Netflix and like their flagship shows, and you're thinking about, I always want to throw Apple TV in the mix because they're so good, but I feel like nobody watches them. Guys, watch Apple TV. Uh, and then you think about like the HBO Maxes, like Amazon doesn't really have anything in particular that people can like gravitate to, like the masses can gravitate to. This would be like that shit. So I don't know. Pretty exciting. And who doesn't have Amazon Prime? What I will say for Amazon Prime is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. What is it's that about? Great. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, so it takes place in like the late 50s, early 60s. Housewife, her husband cheats on her with the secretary and she in her kind of uh, heartbrokenness decides to do stand-up comedy 
and it turns out she's hella good at it and so this like show follows her on her journey to becoming a stand-up comic when the world tells you that women should be housewives mm. and it's everything i think it's just great yeah that reminds me of a show that not directly related but kind of like the the whole women's movement uh, wait did that take place in a certain time or no um, it takes place in like the early sixties. Okay. Yeah. So that reminds or me of a show 50s. on, um, sounds like the fifties, but, um, that reminds me of what for all mankind on, uh, Apple TV, it's about like all the Apollo launches and shit like that in space and all that shit. But it's not like your typical, like boring ass, like, all right, this one went up, this one went up, this one blew up, this one, whatever. Right. It's right. more of like the backstories behind like what was going on at the time niggas coming back from the war with PTSD. You had like the, obviously like the racial divide that was happening. And then you had the uh, women's movement that was happening and all that is embedded into the show. And it's super, super suspenseful. It's the only show that I can watch at 2 AM in the morning and literally <laughs> yell like I'm in the fucking middle of a movie theater in a matinee where it's just me. So it's lit. I suggest it if you guys have Apple TV. A lot of people have Apple TV access and don't even realize it because if you bought any Apple products in like the last 12 months, they've just been giving it away for like 12 months anyway. So check it out. It's pretty fucking dope if I do say so myself. But <laughs> while we're on the topic of TV, man, Miss Issa motherfucking Ray is at it again. Bruh. So I obviously was very like taken aback by the fact that we are going to be on our last season of insecure coming up uh with I'm season so five. sad i love insecure yo that show hits so fucking deep on so many levels like i feel like that's the only show where you can be literally every single character you can understand every single person's like viewpoint yeah for sure and like binge it and then like see different shit that you didn't see before and then let i mean come on let's talk about this fucking soundtracks like Everything about that show was perfect. I never wanted to end, never saw it ending, but all good things have to come to an end. So No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're so relatable. Like every situation could just be whatever happens in real life. I just I want the show to keep going. Yeah. I'm so sad. But, yeah. But then you don't want to put yourself I mean, one in a box and then two, you probably have true. burnout for the whole team at this point, right? Where Everybody on that staff, everybody on that staff, everybody on that cast, for the most part, is an even bigger star than when they started. Um, and when I think about, like, the Amanda Seals of the cast, and you think about Issa Rae, like, they all want to do bigger and better things that may be taking up more of their time than they are willing to give anymore to the actual show. Well, I or certainly that feel that fair. about Issa. I don't right. feel that way about anybody else. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Amanda. I think... <laughs> no and i love amanda mm -hmm. um but i i also feel like amanda has time okay. <laughs> and amanda has time for that show um mm -hmm. and anyway the point is i just wanted to stay i'm a real s fan and i would love for them to stay but i'm also excited for new things for isa yeah because so. speaking of real ass fans we talking about real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga <laughs> big breaking back hoe five six fingers it is rumored hey. that uh isa ray and the city girls are coming out with a new motherfucking show i have no idea how this is gonna work i just know that i love the formula already i think when you take like the litness that is Issa Rae and her creativity and all that stuff in that bag and then you mix yeah. it with the city girls who obviously are a force of their own and like their own unique right and then you yeah. have this pandemic where it's like the city girls weren't even able to shine the way they should have shined with that last album and you have this opportunity right. that comes up and they make a show what is this show about they make a show about I don't know like kind of like city girls inspired were rap a rap group a female rap group in miami they're following their life I, I don't know exactly what's happening here but i like the formula like i said i think it can be exciting especially considering we had like the city girl summer and things like that like i think that there's a ton of ways that this show could be interesting and fun and creative and great yeah yeah and another thing that i like is that like fucking Issa ray she makes sure that everybody eats right for sure like again i just said the thing about the city girls should have had a bigger summer than they actually had based on the work that they put into that album i'm sure Issa saw that and was like yo 
I'm developing a new show. I want to loop you guys in. She didn't have to say, yo, City Girls, I want you guys to be on the payroll. And I want your input. Yeah. She could have just did this alone. But she's she's a real, I was going to say a real ass bitch. She's a real down ass <laughs> person. After we watch yeah. all these shows about the women's rights, I'm still over here using foul language. <laughs> uh, but And she's doing it right. So I cannot wait for that to come out. There's not a lot of information on it aside from a confirmation tweet from Issa Rae and JT thanking Issa. So uh, look out for that. I will be following and I'm excited. I'm excited. Going back to like the summer that they should have had, yes. it makes me sad for JT considering like... <laughs> She got out of jail, uh, and this was supposed to be, like, her... I feel like the the setup was, like, this was supposed to be her time to, like, come out. People get reintroduced to her, and they see she, you know, her and Miami working together. Um, and I feel like she was kind of robbed of that. No, I think it's better I mean, for JT. Because when you think about um, who just got out of jail, Bobby Smurder, right? Nigga, did Bobby Smurda even get to go home when he, when he got out? <laughs> Y'all put this man straight to work. Like, Quavo took him from the jail to the fucking Instagram Live and whatever studio, and they're recording, and they're doing all this, and everybody's taking his time, where it's like, there's no slow transition back into being a regular person, let alone a fucking celebrity. So I'm kind of, I've always, I think, been confused by... The obsession with Bobby Shmurda. I don't get it. He because... had that one song, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you said what? I said, yeah, I don't get it. He had that one song, but yeah, okay. Right. And like, that's my whole thing. And it's not to discredit him as an artist, I guess, but I'm like, he had the one song that was popping. I think there might have been like one other song that people kind of gravitated toward, but like, he goes to jail and then in jail, he gets like this super infamous like status and people are just in love with him. But yeah, like, I don't... and like now they're anticipating all this like amazing new music like he had yeah. one song he might not even really be a rapper like... yeah I don't know. it was very chicken noodle soup for me right it was like well, one of those one like... hits that like fit well in a meme video but i'm not seeing potential anything more than that but I could I be wrong. I think I'm just not getting it. Like, I, I guess I'm not. Maybe I don't know enough about his case, but I'm not quite understanding <laughs> where, like, all of this, like, Where in this case did it say you could rap? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is all this respect for, not to say that he should be disrespected, but right. just, like, where is this admiration for him coming from? I think it might be part of, like, that rap culture where it's like, bro, you didn't snitch, like, good shit. Right. As opposed to like a Takashi 69 where it's like all you did was snitch and you a bitch and we not really fucking. And acted a fucking fool. Right. And yeah. still acting a fucking fool. What the fuck is going on with this nigga? Does he have a death wish or something? And I say death <laughs> wish, but then I think about like the dudes he's going up against, like Meek Mill, all that. I don't think Meek Mill's ever killed anybody. But I'm not trying to put bodies on anybody, so I won't go any deeper than that. <laughs> I will just say that he's a fool and Bobby Smurder, you guys let that man relax, please. <laughs> Like, seriously let him chill but i mean also though that said it's like i don't you know obviously there's some disparity you know in how we treat men and women because like i feel like and maybe it's just me from my little lens mm. i feel like there's this whole movement like free jt blah 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 but then once she was out i don't feel like she was getting <laughs> she was out y'all was calling her ugly what's going on with that right right bro the internet is a fucking weird place bro I just don't understand. Like it was free JT, all this stuff, and then mm. now she's home, and it's like niggas are hating on her, calling her ugly, you know, <laughs> talking about her and her relationship with Lil Uzi, which I admit is weird as hell to me. That's fuck. But, but yeah, you know what? Their own. Do what you fucking do, because you know the niggas you think is gonna make it. Let me not go into my own shit, but just know, choose the <laughs> niggas you like. Don't give a fuck about what everybody else saying. Don't choose a nigga with the big. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I don't like if we're comparing the two, you know, it's just why was there all this hype for him and not so much for her, um, especially like now that she's been out. But again, that's also going back to why I say I kind of felt like she was robbed just because she got out and then like pandemic hit. They couldn't tour. They couldn't do anything. We haven't gotten an opportunity to see her and Miami like as a duo work together at in this level, the level where they are now, um, which, you know, hopefully 
we get to start seeing more of that this year and on. Um, but that's also hoping that, you know, the, the flames don't kind of fan out. Yeah, they will because the internet <laughs> is just so fucking fickle. I don't, I don't trust any trends that happen. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully again, that, that man gets to live a regular life, but, um, I don't know, man. Get free JT. <laughs> free hair. Uh, yo, so there's another celebrity incident that we have to talk about that I did not read too much up on. Uh, so we're just going to be piecing this together as we go. Uh, Lady Gaga, who the fuck stole her dog, bro? <laughs> like, the story be... is crazy to me because, like, they shot her dog walker. They're... Like, why was it that serious? Why did you gotta shoot the dog walker? How did you know you that was Lady Gaga's dog? Right. Like, are these people professional? Like, because I feel like all dogs dog kind of look alike. Right. I don't get it. Like, how did they know specifically that they were her dogs? Like, did they know that he was her dog walker? Right. Like. And how do you, you know, know she even gave a fuck about those dogs to even, like, give you money? Why wouldn't she just go and buy another dog? I don't know, So that man. was my thought when I read that, like, she was putting out 500 k for anyone who, like, returns the dogs. Because I just wanted to be like, honey, I'll buy some new dogs. Have it. Have them dogs. Them dogs are too bougie dogs. for you anyway. Right. Enjoy. They will come back here. You will bring them back. Trust me. Right. They don't want your dry-ass dog food, bro. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't seem like, we'll get new ones. But, you know, I mean, I'm also not someone who has dogs and who is, like, super attached to my pet. So maybe that's the difference. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't have any dogs either. And it's so funny because, like, at my job, like, I work with uh, a lot of cars and shit. And, like, when we get a car back that, like, has, like, dog hair in it, I'm the first one to be like, oh, this car is fucking gross. Let's just burn it. There's dog hair. Like, da-da-da. And everybody's like, oh, you don't don't own any dogs, do you? I'm like, no, the fuck I don't. Which means I don't want to have anything dog-related close to me or, like, anywhere near me. Like, no. And I always lie and be like, yeah, I'm allergic to dogs. But I say I'm allergic to everything. I think everybody's caught on at this point that he just doesn't like a lot of stuff. I'm like, I I don't. (laughs) But going back to the Lady Gaga thing, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I would not pay $500,000. So she got the dogs back. Did she pay the $500,000 to the person? Do we know that? So apparently it was an older woman who the police believe is unrelated to the case who found the dogs and, like, turned them in. So where's my So, (laughs) you know, uh, from what... I've read she is entitled to that 500k. Yeah, where the fuck is the money at? I don't know. Hold on. But I also want to know how did she find these dogs? Did this woman just like randomly find them or was she a part of it or did somebody like leave some dogs at her house or something? Like what happened? At this point, I'm going to I want to know the check. details. Listen, coronavirus is going crazy. You offering 500,000 for some dogs and gave you your dogs where the fuck is my check at? <laughs> period i think it's hella funny but i mean i guess i'm glad for her that she got her dogs back yeah i mean it probably was a setup because she was in italy at the time so oh you know coronavirus is crazy over that this is unrelated <laughs> <laughs> like the coronavirus is crazy so they would be stealing dogs no um go ahead <laughs> Well, I'm just wondering, like, did somebody, was this, like, an inside thing? Did somebody know mm, that she was going to be out of town? Like a Kim Kardashian, like, hostage-type situation. Yeah, like, was the did people Where know? Where was the dog guard? Or, like, was it the dog walker? Did the dog walker, like, have some inside thing? But then why would he elect to get shot? He could have just been, like, mm, just steal the dog. be surprised. We've seen a lot of movies where it's like, shoot me, but don't kill me, and then we'll link up later. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there's never a guarantee. Like, yeah, you could but die. I mean, criminal minds, like, <laughs> how do they actually work? Nobody knows. Unless True. you're a criminal, I guess. Uh, but speaking of minds and how those things work, we're going to take a quick detour, then we're going to close this thing on out. So, <laughs> all right. So, ever since the beginning of the pandemic, um, Zoom meetings have been a way of life. That is how we communicate with our coworkers and friends for the most part. (laughs) 
And on this show, (laughs) we have gone over some incidents that have happened via Zoom. And I don't want to keep saying Zoom because I think this was not Zoom. This might have been Cisco. But either way, you guys get the gist. In video calls, the number one motherfucking rule is if you are about to say something out of pocket, you better make sure that one... Actually, don't even do it during the video call. While you're at work. But one thing I always make sure of is that, one, my Wi-Fi is turned off, and two, the fucking video is turned off. Because if you're saying anything that can land you in some hot water or kill your job, it's not worth it. But for some reason, educators and just people in the education industry just don't really get it uh, because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was a whole ass school board that had to resign or did they resign or they got fired? I think they were forced to resign. So it's no, kind of the same I difference. think they were forced to resign too. Yeah. Forced to resign because they were all on a zoom call, which was like the pre-call for a actual official meeting, which makes even less sense. Uh, but they were having, you know, a discussion about a, I'm assuming a previous meeting that happened. So the parents were all upset because, you know, their kids are not in school and they're having a hard time with distance learning, stuff like that. Would do a whoop. And they were just going on and on, basically calling the teachers or calling the students' parents kind of lazy and the fact that they just want their babysitters back. They don't really want teachers there. All this stuff is being right. recorded, by the way. And uh, came up with a plan on how to, like, delay people from talking. But the biggest part about that was one of the ladies was like, yo, are we alone? And everybody was like, yeah, that's where you fucked up. Just don't trust anybody. Y'all all don't <laughs> right. know what the fuck you're doing. And she was like, yeah, well, that one, te- that one lady that, like, tried to call me out, bitch, if you call me out, I'm going to fuck you up. She said those words as a fucking board member about a parent during the last conference on a recorded call. And conveniently, and probably the smartest thing to do. That was open to the public. Right. And this, this fucking, this man was recording the fucking call the whole time on his phone. Because he probably knew some shady shit was going down. Because how would you know to start recording that call way before all this stuff was even said? But whatever. So that got out. And when they realized that they were caught, they couldn't do much because it was already out. And um, a few days later, they resigned. But my biggest thing is, again, people are fucking dumb, bro. How did you not know to not say these things on camera? Because I, I get it. I mean, I feel like if I was somebody who was, like, the sounding board for all parents to go off on, like, why their kids aren't in school, why they're not learning and all that, it would be a little frustrating to me, too. I'd probably have some thoughts as well. But I would also be smart enough to know, don't put this shit out on the goddamn internet. Dummy. Right. <laughs> so fucking dumb. And it didn't even end there. But go ahead, Leah. I just, I mean, one, I want to point out that this was Oakley Unified School District. So <laughs> just, if you guys very close to us, <laughs> keep keep your kids away from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Oakley is also to me hella country, and I just when She's I was watching country. it, I was like, this woman sounds hella country. Hella. Um, I just thought it was funny. I kind of sympathize with like administrators and teachers because they do have to deal with a lot what's funny though is though in this case is she's a board member so i don't even know if she is an educator like she may not even actually be in the schools dealing with the parents um but i do want to say i i think it was zoom was it zoom no it was cisco Oh, okay. Shout out well, Cisco, my girl Nicole. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it just there's a lot of, you know, talk among my family about how easy Zoom is to use, but I'm always also the one person who's like, yeah, but older people seem to have an issue with it. And they seem to <laughs> not know like when they're being recorded no or not. Clue. And I'm like in a way I'm kind of embarrassed for homegirl cuz like did she really think that like nobody was listening like she didn't think to have that conversation offline i would never say something shady like knowing that i'm on a a work call no i'm always never see that's how you know yeah that's how you know you're dealing with people who haven't had to deal with certain things growing up because if you ever (laughs) ever been on a motherfucking three-way call and thought that the person hung up and then started talking shit about that third person, not realizing that that person never actually hung up, then you know. 
Or just not knowing that somebody else was added to the line. Right. Remember how, like, you could add someone and just tell them, oh, just be quiet, <laughs> whatever. Like, if you've never been in that, like, I am just super careful with Yo, shit like that. that I'm so fucking true. Because when they start talking all weird, why are you talking weird, bitch? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. You know what? That is so true. I think we just figured it out. I think it's a generational thing. If you didn't grow up in a generation where you got caught up, then you wouldn't know what would catch you up. It's for sure happened to me. It's 1,000% (laughs) happened to me. And it happened to me on a fucking, we're going way back. It happened to me on a fucking landline. It was like, yo, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Where I was the person who had to be quiet, but there was no mute. And then somebody else picked up the phone and busted me right out. (laughs) Bro, it was fucking, oh, I was like, yo, we got to transfer schools at this point. I'm not going back. (laughs) I'm not going back. It's so embarrassing when someone else picks up the landline when you're on the phone. Oh, God. It's the end of the world. Don't fucking take me back to that (laughs) school, bro. I can't go. Yeah. But but yeah, I just, I feel like she should have known better. I mean, and, but I will say hmm. the whole entire board resigned together. That's just gangster to me. Yo. Like they all. They all got on another motherfucking Zoom call and was like, yo, should we just. (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and just, yeah. (laughs) I mean. Excuse me. Talk about loyalty. These niggas stuck together. Yo, ride or fucking die. You know what? That is true. Ride or fucking die. Make sure if y'all up here riding, talking shit together, you guys die together. Don't be that one bitch where it's like you point everything out about everybody else and end up staying on the damn board. No, we all gotta go. No, yeah. They they for sure, they stuck together. Yeah, plus, I mean, I think if you're a board member, is that your only job or no? Probably not, right? No, I mean, usually when someone's on, like, the board of something, they have a nine-to-five, and it may or may not be related to, you know, their board position. Right. Um, But I just, I thought that, you know... There's something to say for all those people on the board because every single person left together. <laughs> they were like, well, I guess we're all out of here. Right. Because, and- you know, I'm I'm definitely the person who's like, I wasn't a part of that shit. She said it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't lose my fucking job. If you ask me specifically what happened, I got to tell you. Right. But I'm not going to volunteer not, um- nothing. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, yeah. Like, Barbara, she said it. And that that right. one, not me. That was Barbara. Go talk to her. <laughs> but, you know, they stuck together. Good for them. Yeah. Speaking of sticky situations, though, we have one more Uh-oh. Zoom incident. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know what's going on. So, in Maryland, apparently there was a teacher's aide who got caught. And I, guys, this is going to sound familiar to my Jeffrey Tobin story from like episode one or two. Um, so teacher's aide on zoom with his eighth grade class and did not realize here, I'm going to read a quote. I had no clue that zoom was still on. Why would I do that? That's my job. I had no clue that zoom was on. I mean, that's crazy behavior. What behavior was this? You ask the nigga was jacking off on zoom, (laughs) sir. If you can see people watching, I mean, the right, kids if you watching. can see other people on the call, it's not fucking safe. And why are you doing this on Zoom? See again. But that was my like my thing with his story. It's like why why is the app still open? Like but, maybe he's watching porn on a different menu, but like, aren't you making oh, sure that your application is closed? No, you're not, because you're a dumbass. And you know, what? I thought about that too, because I'm like, bitch, if you, if I see myself and I see other people, I know it's not even safe. I've never, ever, 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 ever had the urge to fucking jack off during any Zoom meeting or after a Zoom meeting or before a Zoom <laughs> meeting, because it's like, what move? What were you guys talking after? about? Right? What were you guys talking about? Like, like they just riled you up. Like I gotta go jack off. Like, bitch. In eighth grade class, like we've got some more stuff that we got to talk about here then. Because if yeah. eighth graders are turning you on like that, we got to talk about something else. Well, I saw a quote where he was like, I'm not a pervert. And I'm like, mm, prove it. Well, I mean, I don't know. He was, <laughs> this might have been the first time that I've seen somebody like this on camera, like a news camera, like immediately after. So I feel like he probably wasn't doing it to the kids. And I think, I didn't even think about what you said is the fact that. Zoom might have just been on in the background because as a teacher's aide, that probably wasn't your last Zoom class of the day. So you probably thought you clicked off, put that shit in the background, and, like, you're, you know, taking care of your business or whatever. And I just couldn't imagine, couldn't fucking imagine, eighth graders (laughs) of all people, like, 
knowing that you did this in front of them and they're them telling and their parents and then they shared it though. and then they share like, it kids record it and, and then they it. share it with the school and god so embarrassing and so fucking dumb and i just don't get people just need to go back to school and go back to work because we don't know how to act <laughs> at home clearly we don't know how to act right clearly we don't know how to act right i thought it was wild i mean it's also like i'm all for people getting their issue Ten hundred thousand percent. Get your issue. You, you, you just you a woman from a certain age. Get your issue. <laughs> do whatever you have to do to get through your day to make your life better. However, and like my initial thought, and it still is, is you know he probably opened another window. He probably had Pornhub up or whatever. But it's like turn your other shit off and make sure it's off. Like, turn yeah. the application off. Make sure your microphone's Guys. unplugged. Like, everything. Turn all the shit off. I, I, my dad laughed at me because I keep like a cover over my camera on my laptop. Bruh, just because I'm like, I do the same shit because you just never <laughs> fucking know. You just don't know. You don't know if your shit got hacked. You, you don't. just never know. You don't. And so, I literally used, I used to laugh at coworkers and shit that would do that. And then after taking a certain training, I was like, oh, IG can do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want. Let me go ahead and just, mm-hmm, yeah. Plus my facial expressions during Zoom calls and shit. I'm like, oh, let me put this tape back up here. 10,000%. That's probably, <laughs> that's also probably why I do it too. Because I'm just like, I just don't need y'all looking at me. Right. Like, because when I just, I can't, my face just, it will say everything that I'm trying not to say out loud. So, yeah. Right. But moral of the story is, guys, Close all your fucking browser windows and just turn the Wi-Fi off. Have these conversations offline. Learn about the difference between online and offline. That is your homework this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you are somebody who is regularly a part of like these online meetings, find out what the difference is between online and offline and what that looks like and follow that going forward because niggas are losing yes. jobs for some stupid shit. If we aren't, we, if we weren't primarily online, like a lot of this shit wouldn't be happening, but you guys are like doing it. You guys are doing yourselves in at this point. Nobody's making you do this shit. <laughs> right. Educators, keep your fucking hands. Oh, well, actually, I think this is the only educator that got caught on camera. So I was going to say all educators, keep your hands out of your pants, but you know, keep doing that too. But everybody just calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Take a minute to think about things before you do them and um, drink water. Well, that's all I got. So, Leah, Lou, is there anything, any final words you want to say to the people before we go ahead and shut this shit down? Um, no, I just miss you. Ooh. <laughs> I know I've been gone, what, a week or two or whatever, but um, I just miss you, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, oh, you know what, yeah, so a lot of shit has been happening with the podcast, guys. So, um, we got under attack, not the podcast itself, but the our hosting site was like under attack where nothing like like the actual podcast is under attack, but the hosting site was under attack, meaning like they were like not letting anybody post any episodes. So I had to switch the hosting site after I just switched the hosting site before that. So just a lot of stuff happening on the back end, but we are back. And like Trace would say, uh, we are black. So yeah, <laughs> expect us back here same time next week, child. And I, uh, I'm thinking about it. I may be recording another episode, which Leah, I'll talk to you about after this, which is a little bit spicy that I may, okay. it may be our you first, know. maybe our first Patreon episode because I have like these little sound effect things here and I want to start using like the little gunshot one. So we'll talk about that offline see you guys offline. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, if that is all we got, I will go ahead and insert the intro or the intro, the outro here. And we will talk to you guys next week. See you later, boo. Bye. Bye. Bye.